are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. But you see, the ability to believe God hinges on the faith of the Word itself. Now, if you don't know what God said about it, it's impossible for you to pray the prayer of faith. And this is why, and I realize that if you've been taught that way, you'd believe that way. So don't think that I'm just coming down real hard on people that have been taught that way. But sometimes people say, well, you know, we ought to pray about the sick, Lord, if it be thy will. No, I know what God's will is concerning the sick. Then to pray that way, you know, if you're going to pray over me that way, just take me on to the hospital, please. Because if you pray and if it be thy will, you don't know what God's will is concerning healing. And then there is no faith in that. So the word of God is the basis to produce the faith that will change or produce the things or lead you to the things that you have need of. This is why Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. Because while you seek the kingdom, while you study the word, it'll produce the faith that you can pray and receive the things that he's promised you. See, we're talking about words, faith, and things. The word of God produces the faith to change things. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter. Let's read from verse 13 where the Apostle Paul picks up on an Old Testament scripture. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Now he's quoting Psalms 116 verse 10. Then Paul adds this part himself. We also believe and therefore speak. See now whatever you believe, you're going to speak. That's the law. I mean try as you may. To not do that, whatever you really believe in, you're going to be talking about. When you believe, you speak. Now, see, that's after you have believed. Now, there's two phases to this, and there's two areas of it. Number one is that when you begin to confess and say and speak what God said concerning a situation, it may be doing nothing more than causing faith to come. Because faith cometh but hearing. Now, here's where many people miss it. While they're confessing the word and saying what God said about their finances, you know. And they look out there and they see that it's not the way the word said it. And the first time that they give more than they usually give, sowing a seed, then the washing machine breaks down and the car won't start. and You have to overhaul the transmission. And the devil comes to steal the word of God. And before the faith comes... To cause the manifestation, they quit saying it. They get to feeling like they're lying. Well, I'm just lying. I'm saying I have abundance, and look here, I'm getting all these bills piled up. Well, what did God's Word say? His Word didn't change, did it? His Word still says the same. The circumstances may have changed for the worse. But now listen to what Paul says. Come on down to verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory, while, and I might add only while, we look not at things which are seen, but at things which are not seen. If you're going to look at the things that are just seen with the natural eye, you're going to get discouraged and you're going to give up your faith and your hope and you're going to be run over by the devil. 
you're going to always be in problems through this life. Because you're going to have to look at some things that are not seen. Now listen to what he said. While we look not at things that are seen, but at things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now what's he saying? The things that you're seeing getting worse are temporal. They're subject to change. You know they are because they've already changed for the worse. And here you are confessing God's word that I have abundance and no lack and the rent's due and you don't have the money. What are you going to do? Keep doing what the word said to do. Say what God said about it because faith cometh by hearing. Pray what God said about it. Do everything else you can to change it, but pray what God said about it. You're developing faith in the Word of God. Your basis is God's Word and not what somebody else said or not what the devil said or not what you see. The things which are seen are temporal. They are subject to change, but the things which are not seen are eternal. In other words, there are eternal forces that can change what you see. Go with me to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. Now listen to what Paul says here in verse 27. He says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised has God chosen. And things which are not to bring to naught things that are. Now you ought to underline that last sentence. God has chosen this method, things that are not manifest. Allow me to add the word manifest because it will amplify it to you. He has chosen things that are not manifest. Now, what is it that's not manifest? The promise of abundance. If you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. And if you have done that and you're confessing the word, saying what God said, doing what God said to do, then you're looking at something that says the very opposite. Paul says God has chosen things that are not to bring to naught things that are. What is it you don't see? You don't see the promise fulfilled in your life, do you? But the spiritual force of faith that is coming by hearing the word of God is capable of changing what you see. But in the interim time, while you're saying what God said, confessing what God said, getting in agreement with God, renewing your mind, and proclaiming that you have abundance and no lack, all that time you're seeing with the natural eye lack and defeat, but you don't believe that. You believe what God says. It's going to change. Be content for the time to build the faith from the Word of God. Because there must be the inflow of the divine energy of God into you to where you can supernaturally believe God for things that you cannot see. I mean, when that faith gets built inside you and you get highly developed in it, you can look at lack and laugh because you have insight. You know more than what your eyes revealing. Somebody said, that old boy just has blind faith. Let me tell you, faith is never blind. Faith always sees. Faith is like a radar that sees through the storm. And it always knows what's on the other side. You see, if you can see through this thing and know what the end result is, you can be happy through all the trouble area. You can have joy through all the lack and be like Paul. I am content in whatever state I find myself in. Was he content to suffer lack? No, he was content for the interim time. But he said, I'm both instructed to suffer need and be full. 
While he suffered need, he said, I'm instructed to be full. In other words, he said, for the interim time, I'll be content because I can see through the storm and see that I'm going to abound. And you see, that's what God's word will do for you. The word of God will produce the faith that will change the situation in your life. Now, let me show you how this works. There's a leper came to Jesus in Mark, the first chapter, verse 40. And he said, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now, see, he knows that Jesus can, but he just didn't know whether he will or not. If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. He's never seen or read where Jesus healed a leper. To that point, no leper had ever been healed. But he knows Jesus is able. How many of us know Jesus is able? God is able to supply our need. But now this man said, I know he can, don't know whether he will or not. Jesus, moved with compassion, laid his hands on that old boy. I mean, he laid him on a leper. And nothing happened. No power flowed. He just as leprous as he ever was. And then Jesus said, I will be thou clean. Instantly, he was made clean. Now what happened? Here's a man that didn't have the word of Jesus for it. He didn't know whether it was Jesus' will to heal lepers or not. There was no record of any lepers ever being healed. So he comes to Jesus, but he needs Jesus' word for it. The word will produce the faith to cause the manifestation of what he desires and what he needs. So he's standing there waiting for the word. When Jesus said, I will, boy, he had faith. See, he had faith all the time. He had faith that God was able. Jesus was able. But he didn't have any faith that he would. And I'll tell you, that's where a lot of people are today. They have faith that God's able, but they don't have any faith that he will do it for them now. So you could say that that guy had faith and he doubted. He had faith that God was able, but he doubted that he would for him. But when he heard it out of the word of Jesus, the word of Jesus was the basis for his faith to receive his healing. And thank God he did, didn't he? Now that proves that you could have faith in God and believe in God and still not operate in faith for the promise of God. There's another story that gives you insight into that about the centurion that came to Jesus in the 8th chapter of Matthew. And he said... If you speak the word only, my servant will be healed. Speak the word. You don't have to come to my house. don't have to lay hands on him. Just speak the word and my servant will be healed. Jesus just stopped and preached him a whole sermon there. He said, this is the greatest faith I've ever found in all of Israel. Never find this kind of faith in Israel. Even among covenant people. And this was not even a covenant man. He didn't even come under the covenant. What was it? He had faith. His basis he had already believed that if Jesus speaks, his servant will be healed. And Jesus said, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed the selfsame hour. And so is it when we find a promise of God, as we have believed, truly believed, with Bible faith, and confessed and agreed upon, so shall it be. Can you say Amen. God bless you. I hope you've been with us all this week as we've been teaching on words and faith. Our book offer this week is book offer number 7502, The Tongue Creative Force, 193-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. You need to know the power of words and how to use your words. 
what most people don't realize is that the words they say, sometimes they violate certain laws, the law of God. Jesus said, whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, believe what he's saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, whether you're saying it right or whether you're saying it wrong, if you say it long enough, you're going to believe it that way. And if you say it wrong, it's a detriment to you. It causes you to make wrong decisions. And if you say it the way the Word says it, and if you speak God's Word after Him, it produces faith. And faith gives substance to the things hoped for. And it just snowballs then when you begin to do it right. But you see, there are laws that govern. And we're under a Word system on this earth. And there's laws that govern electricity. And as long as you go by the laws that govern it, it won't hurt you. It'll cook your food. It'll wash your clothes and do a lot of things. But if you violate that law, it may kill you if you touch that line. And the Bible says in Proverbs that death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You hear so many people saying, well, you know, this is just killing me. Well, it may very well do it. Because when you begin to say that, and you'll get yourself in a situation to where you're led by your own words. I mean, they form within you, and it gets in your heart, and then it motivates you. Paul said the word is nigh you, it is in your mouth and in your heart. But we're talking about the word of God. Speak things in agreement with the word of God. And Jesus said you could have what you say, so say what the word says. Proverbs 6, 2 says, Thou art snared by the words of thy mouth. Well, we need to realize that words are powerful. This book will help you. The Tongue Creative Force for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.